Welcome to episode 415 of the Paranoid School Rock Show. My name is Armitage and over the course of the next hour, give or take, I'm going to be playing you music that you should hear on the radio, but don't. Can't afford the candle. She 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 can't afford the candle. She
kicking things off on the first show of 2015 were Union Carbine Productions and San Francisco Boogie from the remastered to be recycled compilation CD. Uh, You may remember during Compare and Contrast on last week's show, I discovered that my iTunes was only displaying tracks purchased through iTunes Store and that my previous library was so um, not up to date that it was pretty much useless. The internet led me to believe that by downloading the latest version of the aforementioned iTunes, it would automatically be sorted. So I did, and it didn't. Change the blue iTunes logo on my desktop to red, though. Fortunately, uh, all the songs were still in my music folder, so it was just a case of adding them again. But I've had to spend the last few days unticking once more songs I don't need on my full-to-capacity iPod, which I can't actually play all that well at the moment in the car, as the bass on its holder has broken. Even more annoying, actually it's somewhat depressing, is that it won't sync new songs. Just not having it. Everything says that it's being synced apart from my rotating arrows on the iPod itself. The iPod says it's connected. I listen to 99.9% of my music on my iPod, whether it's in the car, although we've already established this isn't practical at the moment, or I connect through my hi-fi. So now... I'm restricted to the car radio, which is so old, it still has medium wave and long wave buttons. And Chris Tarrant still fronts the breakfast show on Capital 194 with Richard Skinner having the damned in session. This is Steve Conte and OK DJ.
2014-2014 was pretty much a great year for Steve Conte. Let's hope it continues for him in this one. Now, there's an old saying that goes, you can choose your friends, but you can't choose your family. Here is a hypothetical story. There's a guy, for the purpose of this tale, we should call him a friend of the show and school associate, Art Wright, who lives, for argument's sake, 60 miles from the outskirts of London. Now, this Arkwright often travels the 60 miles to meet up with a couple of his friends, who we shall call um, the Squirrel and Arm. Sometimes he leaves his car at Arm's house and all three travel by public transport to their chosen public house, say the Moon and Stars in Pinch. Now, for this journey, an Oyster card is required, as transport for London buses no longer accept cash. So it's probably best to have purchased a said Oyster card and topped it up with the necessary funds before all local news agents shut and a few remaining manned ticket offices close. Otherwise, it becomes tad difficult trying to board the aforementioned bus. Obviously, for someone who lives out of town, the news of cash-free buses may have caught them unawares and borrowing one to tie them over is perfectly acceptable. But it's not two weeks later to ask when strolling to the bus stop on a Sunday evening at 8 o'clock where do I buy an Oyster card from? And it's probably poetic justice that the ticket machine at the local tram train bus interchange took his tenner without issuing a bus pass twice, meaning he had to drive to the pub, watch his two mates get drunk and play silly games whilst he stays sober and temporarily 20 quid out of pocket and then free them home in his nice warm car. If only arm had remembered that contactless payment cards are perfectly acceptable on buses. From the album, No Fuel Left for the Pilgrims, this is DAD and Sleeping My Day Away.
seems I missed a great swathe of new releases the first half of last year and have, over the last few weeks, been rapidly playing catch-up. Another band that falls into that category are Belgian band The Who Cares and their album Now in Full Stereo. The band have been together in one form or another since uh, 2001, releasing a couple of split singles and a few singles on their own along the way, which now have been all conveniently compiled together on the uh, Get Them Download Only album. Now in Full Stereo is their first full-length release, and although it hasn't set the world alight, it certainly shows that they mean business in an area normally reserved for the Scandinavians. This is The Dark Side. What? 
That's right. You know what that means. It's time for Compare and Contrast. This one is off my own back, which generally means I'll be meowing up the wrong scratching post. The bands in the dock this week are, as normal, The Damned and The Lightning Seeds. Up first are the defendants, The Damned with W from 2001's Grave Disorder album. Show that dream to you All the end 
when you bring the light to a darkened room, but I know you will. It'll make my day when I see your face on a dollar bill. They counted you out and they counted you in and they're counting still. And for all the lies you're about to tell me, the Lord make us. Prosecution, Call of the Lightning Seeds, and Sense, taken from the album with the same name, released in 1992.
Obviously, we're not talking about lyrical content, but melody and harmony. If we're in Scotland, I think it'll be a case of not proven, which basically means we know you did it, but can't prove it. It only seems like five minutes ago that Calibri's released the Born With A Scorpion Tail CD in October of 2013. However, even when the band were touring to support said album, plans were afoot for its follow-up, with inspiration taken from the landscape they saw from the tour van window. January the 13th sees the band's sixth full-length album, Lust for Sacrilege, once again unleashed on the Spook Show label, hitting the virtual and real-life shelves. The album has a uh, darker feel, uh, as well it should, with Sabbath, Danzig and Mastodon, the musical backdrop to the scenic mountains of Washington. Vocalist and guitarist Bobby Calibri says that uh, on the last couple of records, the band tried for a more of a lo-fi and in-the-garage punk feel. But this time around, it was time to get evil and explore their darker side. Ultimately... Lust for Sacrilege opens the gateway into a different realm for newer fans while still maintaining a certain amount of history for long-time fans. Uh, If you're quick and pre-order the album from iTunes, you'll immediately be able to download the title track along with Flesh and Blood. Last 
the end of last week, stroke year, for a brief nanosecond, I thought all my Christmases and birthdays had come all at once. No, I hadn't just spent the night with Kylie Minogue getting up to things that Michael Hutchinson would have been embarrassed about. Ghost Highway's record had a poster for the 2015 Ghost Highway Rock three-day festival in Stockholm. Headlining day one were the helicopters with Sartor, the sewer groups, Merrick's kids and the Chuck Norris experiment bringing it up the rear. Day two, it was Glucifer and Imperial State Electric with day three, the Nomads and the Peep Shows. Common sense, unfortunately, prevailed as the chances of the helicopters and Glucifer reforming were as likely as me spending the night with Kylie Minogue getting up to things that Michael Hutchinson would have been embarrassed about. On the plus size... I did tweet the poster to the Finnish residing squirrel who commanded me to acquire tickets immediately, if not sooner. Uh, it was at this point I told her the festival was running from the 29th to the 31st of February. It has to be said, her grasp of Anglo-Saxon is pretty impressive. We are liars, we are thieves, scheming dildos, dressed like cheap, dealing tragedy and false beliefs. We are liars.
sure if this applies to non-UK residents, but television over the festive period is traditionally dire. Uh, even Jules Holland, Hoot Nanny, is getting predictable. Special guest, Ruby Turner, every single bleeding year. The only saving grace for me, and it seems others, are the non-Christmas films that are always shown, perversely, making them rescue it for the season, where Eagles Dare, Zulu, Guns of Navarone, and The Great Escape, War and the Birth of Christ. The comparisons are just too obvious. Anyway, on New Year's Day, there was a great documentary on The Clash based around their 1977 New Year's Day gig at Roxy. Uh, It was shot by Julian Temple, who at that stage was still a student, with footage of the band rehearsing in a studio around the back of the roundhouse in Chalk Farm, along with the Roxy gig itself. It was uh, interspersed with news footage of the time. The thing that really struck a chord with me uh, was the footage of Covent Garden Market, which the GLC closed in 1974 and was still, in 1977, derelict. This has to mark the start of the gentrification of the West End and Soho, which continues today with the soon-to-be-sanitised Denmark Street. In the film, uh, only Mick, Joe and Paul are interviewed, as Terry Chimes had left for the month of December and had been replaced for the ill-fated anarchy tour and subsequent December dates by Rob Harper before Terry rejoined in January. Uh, Even at this early stage, you could see The Clash had something. Musically, well out of tune, but lyrically, great stuff. Talking of documentaries, this year it looks like the one about the damned, filmed by Wes Orkinski, which has been in production since 2011, is finally going to see the light of day. For me, the benchmark of all damn uh, band documentaries is a true testimonial about the MC5. I'm pinning all my hopes on you, Wes. All we need now is the one about the helicopters that was talked about six years ago, and we'd be well away. <laughs>
The Imperial Royals, heard of them? Me neither. Sounds like a Nicky Anderson project, but it isn't. It's Charles Matthews from the Cheap Cassettes side project. The Imperial Royals seem to release material every 10 years, with the Boss Sounds from Beyond EP coming out in October 2004, with its follow-up, its dark-hitting band camp last October. The band described themselves as they came from nowhere. Where they are going, no one knows. They worship the weird, revere the rejected. Reverb is a way of life. The garage is a sanctuary and an asylum. This is cinematic, lo-fi, retro, instrumental, drive-in, blood surf, rock and roll. View in black and white only. Remain in your seats until the movie is over. We're not responsible for the safety of bad girls and boys who disobey. Roll on, 2014. This is Dead Friends Hang From Trees.
After downloading the Imperial Royals Bandcamp presented me with a, if you like this, you'll like this. The band in question were the Dime Store Halos, who in a six degrees of separation, uh, actually it's only one degree, as as, uh, with the Imperial Royals and the cheap cassettes, they all sport one Charles, or in this case, Chaz Matthews. The band's last album, Ghosts of Saturday Night, was posthumously released in 2004 and has been described as the band's finest work. I seriously enjoyed it, all for the princely sum of $7. Sadly, drummer Jimmy Reject took his own life in 2006, but I'm going to invest in his notes on Johnny Neal book once I finish Leiden's autobiography and Julian Cope's 131.
sad news reached the Squirrel Dre this morning, this morning being the 3rd of January. Future listeners, that after one album, the Dredge were calling it a day. I immediately text top drummer Simon Edwards to find out what his plans were. World domination came his swift and decisive response. I'd expect nothing less. Good luck to James, Andre, Nico and the aforementioned Simon. I hope our individual musical paths will cross sooner rather than later. This is The Haunting, open brackets, Indian Summer, close brackets.
I'd like to have heard a faster version of that. Anyway, until next week, take it easy, and I'm going to leave you with Motorhead and Louie Louie. Time, time, time.